Cove Sheen, where we are guaranteed to piss you off with yourself, make you think, and help you grow. I haven't said that in a long time. I know. Become She is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. The movement. We need t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I want a t-shirt. It's time. It's too hot for hoodies now. But I want a honey with a tank. We gotta back up. A cami. You know what I'm saying? Crop it out. Shut the waist. Crop tops. With like a little become she. I don't want nothing like a huge she. Just like a little become she in the corner. Like that'd be cute. Anyway, so today the topic is she is reborn. And we have on here, who wrote, you wrote this, I know you did. Things are blooming, growing, and, and sprouting. I know you wrote that. That don't even sound like me. <laughs> Doing the most with the description. The description says we are sharing the ways that we love, prune, and care for ourselves and our brand to protect our magic. I posted something the other day on Instagram. Let me pull it up. It was this Instatales. It says minding my magical black business. Ooh, and I thought that was so my dope. God. Death from Zion. I guess that is a way that I I don't know. Love prudent and care for myself. But anyway, so we have been off for a month. Yeah. Some weeks. I love it. I like breaks in yeah. between seasons. It's do y'all necessary. like breaks in between seasons? Well, y'all gotta like it because that's what we're gonna do now. But <laughs> I like breaks in between seasons. It gives us a time to just do us, chill, catch up on life, yeah. and catch up with each other as friends. We did have a date. We, we had did. a date, guys. Shout out to <laughs> Kelly F at Sullivan's on Dearborn. <laughs> She was clowning right along she with was us. Our server and kept bringing those drinks. She it did. was dope. It was dope. But I do like taking a break though. And it gives the listeners time, like, to catch up on past seasons to kind of see That's true. That's how true. we've been clowning throughout the season. Season one was rough. It was. Season one was really rough. I had. A- It'll never be that rough again. Mm-mm-mm. It was like Iyanla. You know how she be having those houses? Healing House of Hope. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what season one was. I had this co-worker that was like, oh, I didn't know you had a podcast. I'm going to listen to it. I was like, oh, are you going to start with season one or three? <laughs> Which one is it? Go to the later seasons, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yeah, it gives our listeners a chance to like catch up. With some past episodes. You know, I listened to an episode more than once. Because, you know, I've done it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, just really be with the episode and try to pick out the lessons. And we give homework in our past episodes. We do. Get a chance to do that homework and, like, really just. We give you time to switch yeah. your dear she and stuff. Texting yeah. and calling me. You know what I'm saying? Become <laughs> she podcast at gmail.com. I can't. How has your she battle been? What you been doing all the That is movie? good. Look at you. You like that? Like My she battle just really just taking it slow and not being so hard on myself. Mm. Um, this seems to be a lesson that I just keep needing to reinforce. Like, stop being so hard on yourself. Like, you're not as bad as you think you are. Mm. And just, like, love yourself. Love yourself more. Not be a drill sergeant. Because I can be a drill sergeant when it comes to myself. Are you like that with other people? And I am. I think with the people that are closest to me, I'm like always on it. Everything's always urgent. 
And that sounds stressful. It can't urgent. be. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to get done now. Like stop dragging your feet. Do it now. And so, um, I've internalized. <laughs> I, do, I deal with myself that I'm way. Sorry, I just over <laughs> and it's fine because he was me mugging as I was talking. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I deal with myself that way. And I was in a Queendom recharge, um, which is a goddess circle that I have with Flaunt Your Fly every month. And um, we were talking about. Uh, self-love and one of the attendees was mentioning that the um, hallmarks of patriarchy is produce 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 urgency 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 go 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 Mm. and that's patriarchal production always consumed Mm -hmm. with production what are you doing Mm -hmm. like how fast are you doing it and so I just really began to think about what she was saying and I'm like that's a that's some uh a strain of patriarchy that you still need to examine and extract communism? that. It almost sounds like communism. In bit. some ways, yes. Marx, Marxism, I mean, I'm not a, a student of Marxist philosophy, yeah. but yeah, yeah, they are concerned with production. Yeah. Um, what book did and, I read when I was in yeah. college? It was, it was, was it Marx that, that wrote it? Um, like the, the assumption or the yeah. fascination with, with, with just constantly, constantly being on a wheel of producing and how it's not really for self, it's for state. For state yeah. and government. Kind of that state the, replaces we guys. educated. Did y'all hear that? I can't do this. Yo! <laughs> I went to college, bruh. I <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a place where I need to shine the light on and really love myself. And she was yeah. mentioning in the Queendom Recharge how... Um, matriarchy is concerned with um, not sacrificing. Like patriarchy is all about sacrifices, the sacrifices you have to make in order to produce, in order to, you know, get to where you need to go. And matriarchy is not about being the sacrificial lamb. It's about being the the solution. Mm -hmm. Like you always say, Mm -hmm. I'm not the problem, like I'm the solution. So... Yeah, matriarchy is knowing that you are the solution and that you don't need to rush to the end goal because you are the end goal and like taking your time and not being so forceful because you don't have to be. So that's a hard I'm lesson. Really, it's, yeah. it's, I feel like that's a, uh, an ever evolving lesson. And as you go through different stages, the lesson changes, but it's still the same. Yeah, lesson. like the degree and the intensity changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree. <laughs> so and the book I was referring to I actually had to look it up was the Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx. It's a really really mm. really good book. You guys should educate yourselves and read it. So for my sheepbatical, <laughs> what have I been doing? Yo, your girl is busy. I'm actually exhausted, and my fiance said this. Ooh, <laughs> you say like what? Who he is? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> That girl getting what married. What you say? <laughs> Are you done? Are you done? I am. Okay. <laughs> so I'm okay. So a snippet of all the things I've been doing. Yeah. Besides everyday life, work, cooking, I've been exercising like a, a mad woman. But it's it's it feels good. I don't feel like I'm like forcing myself to do it, and my no. intentions behind it are pure. The style and of I've it. Get out. Curl my legs out. You know what I'm saying? My little calves coming through. <laughs> she got a personal trainer now. 
I have been working super hard. I've also been wedding planning, which is a full-time job. I actually want to have an episode on wedding planning. Do you, do you think they would want to hear that? Like, yeah, we can. We can definitely. You know, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Oh, so it's fine. Um, I've also been. I'm going to Europe this week. Ooh, fancy. I've been planning. My mother's turning sixty, and I wanted to treat her to a, a beautiful sixtieth birthday. So I'm taking her to Paris and London. So I've been planning yes. that trip with, and I'm planning it for five people. I kind of feel like a travel agent. Like it, there's just so much involved. So I've been, I've been really so many hats, man. Um, yeah. So I've just been busy, and then I have noticed that like at night, um, my body has been off, and it's always happening around like seven, eight o'clock ish. Mm-hmm. I would just start feeling nauseous, like really 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 nauseous and like like heat waves and it's been happening consistently every night and no i'm not pregnant like let's not go there oh. my mom was like be pregnant no i'm not but um <laughs> that's why i brought up uh, kyle my fiance he yeah. was like i think you're exhausted like you're you're ex- you look physically like not just and i think oh. i've just been going so hard so Purposely over the last week, I have been saying no to things because yeah. I keep saying, yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll show up for this event. Yes, I'll come here. Yes, this. Yes for everything. And I'm not yeah. saying no on top of all the things that I'm doing for myself and my family. So that actually ties in with the episode. How I am like caring for myself is learning to just like, you don't have to show up for every fucking thing. Like, oh, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big. Yeah. Because it always feels that's like. That's a big one. Not that I'm disappointing, but I just want to yeah. be on all the fucking time. And being on doesn't necessarily mean that you always have to show up. You could still be on in, in many, many, many different ways. Does that make sense? You can show up for people and not be there <clears throat> physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even you if know? it's, you know, a text, a call, yeah. a post. And I was like, I just need to, like, lay in my bed. I haven't mm-hmm. had, like, a real day off. Even if I take days off, I'm working. Mm. That's not a day off. A day yeah. off should be, like, like... Completely unplugged. Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. booked. Like, I just... I can't. Yo, this wedding shit... <laughs> I think for me, too, recently, um, just, you know, burning my my tea light candles is everything to me when I come in the house. Burning my incense, Mm -hmm. playing my sound bowl has been everything. My singing bowl, rather. Wait, what is that? So, it's a little, um, it's made of brass. It's a Tibetan singing bowl. And when I tell you, it puts you in this kind of, like, very relaxed um, kind of state. So... It has like kind of like with uh the the Buddhists that oh yeah the, yeah. the thing that yeah dings. and then you kind of you rotate the wooden piece around the hammered bowl which has like rigid textured lines mm-hmm. so it produces a sound with the vibration so the bowl sings and it has the most beautiful vibration and it really really calms me down and you could actually go into like a mini trance because the vibration is just that lulling like do you have to that has been my thing for the sound no you can't touch it because when you touch it it disrupts the vibration so there's a little pillow and the singing bowl goes on the pillow you hold the pillow from the bottom so you're holding it in your hand mm -hmm, and you just kind of rotate i'll show it to you after um today's episode but 
it has been my thing. I've gone to the lakefront with the kids with my singing bowl. I'll oh. be in the house with the lights cut off and Dominic's walked in, cutting on lights. And I'll be like, wait a minute now. <laughs> but, you know, it really just, like, creating those spaces. And Where those, did you get this? Is it on called Amazon. Yes. It how did is you a, hear about the singing bowl? Yes. I went on Amazon and... No, but how did you hear about it? Did you already always know about so singing bowl? I I've did because I actually bowl, have... Um, a, a, a chakra set, a crystal bowl, um, mm. actually set that I saved on eBay, and it's about like six hundred dollars that I want to eventually purchase. But mm-hmm. um, it has the same concept. It produces vibration um, by the way that you rotate, kind of like a wand around the bowl, and it creates specific um, vibrations and musical notes that are known. Like music is known to correlate to, you know, energy, right? So, um, it, it really has just been a gem, like the little things for me. I've just been taking everything, you know, seriously, but not seriously. I've been creating, trying Mm -hmm. to create space for myself, pulling my tarot cards from my dust to onyx deck. That is absolutely my first deck ever. Like, and really doing more introspective work and just being with myself, not running away from myself. And, like, being with myself like a mother would with a child. Like, I was talking to um, my sister the other day, and we were talking about grieving. And she was saying, I don't know how to grieve. And I was like, most people don't. But yeah, it's, like, just being there for yourself. Like, a lot of a lot of times as women, we'll have painful things or painful thoughts that come up. And we'll immediately try to run out the door to avoid being with ourselves. And you have to see yourself as yeah. that parent. Yeah. That is going to be with that child, be it that grief, that anger, whatever your child looks like. You have to be there. You might not know what to say to yourself, but just being there and being present. Like we have to really, as women, just really start parenting ourselves in ways that yeah we might not know all the rules or we might not know how, but like just start, just try, you know. So. It's easier said than done. Yeah. But being there is a start. Just showing up for yourself and not running, mm. not finding another partner to hide or finding another girlfriend or going out for drinks when you know you should that's be easy, in the house. But th- when that's that's exactly what I've been doing. Or turning when on I the TV. I'm like literally all over the place. Mm-hmm. I'm going out for happy hour here. I had some mm-hmm. friends visit a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I went to Jamaica randomly to look at wedding <laughs> venues. I was like, why am I even here right now? It was literally like a 40 yeah. hour trip. Like some rich bitch shit. Like who the fuck yeah. am I? Like, it's just like, go, 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 go. Yeah. And I feel like when I finally do. So last night I went home, I cooked. Mm-hmm. I busted up my cast and she iron cooks. skillet. But I don't know. Y'all really don't know how Gotta she gets that. I why he gave me that <laughs> ring, honey. I made a sweet potato souffle. I put, I oh put it down goodness. last night. And then I sat on the couch. And then my body felt like, whoosh. Done. Like, like so heavy. And I was like, sometimes you don't realize how tired you are until you just sit Ooh, down. That's and a good I was one like, whoa, why does my body feel so just like like beat up? Yeah. Cause while I'm in the kitchen and I'm, you know, souffleing Adrenaline. up and like it's just like go, yeah. go, 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 go. But as soon as I sat down, I literally couldn't get up. Like I was just like, I guess I'm not Carry eating this out. wonderful meal right. that I just cooked because she ain't get getting up. up. <laughs> 
Like I didn't even want to move. I didn't yeah. want to shower. I didn't want to. I, I showered, but I was done. Like yeah. I just, and I feel like that's exactly how life is. Like you just keep going and going and going, and as soon as you take that moment to yourself, you realize how exhausted you are. It's so funny you mentioned. I was talking to a friend the other day, and we were just. I was just saying how so many times you can be on such high alert. Like we, I know I, I preach this whole recharge, you know, intentionally, I mean, intentionally unravel my queendom recharge with, mm-hmm. um, flat your fly. But a lot of women are afraid to stop because if I stop, everything is going to come rushing at me. Like you said, like I'm not, I might not be able to get back up because mm-hmm. you live your life on such high alert, keeping everything, um, at bay, keeping the hounds at bay, keeping mm-hmm. fighting three and four fights, you know, keeping Five and six fires, you know, you know, girl. It's if I stop, normal to yeah. live in the chaos. It's and like if, yes, it's and if like I stop you, and unravel, yeah. shit is going to go bad. Like when people say, so I have, um, I have two grandmothers. One, um, both of them are from Jamaica, but one is still in Jamaica. And for years, my grandmother worked. I mean, like a dog worked, yeah. worked, worked. And my um, mother and her siblings was at some point, I think she was in her 70s, like, okay, you can slow down, like, maybe you could retire, like, it's time. And my grandmother said, I feel like if I stop, I'm going to go crazy, so I don't want to stop. So this is my normal. So, like, it became normal for her to always be running, 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 running. Mind you, her children are grown in another country with children of their own, and she still felt this need to just, like, go. Keep going. And, you know, it's been about, like, 10 years or so since she's been retired and I feel like when she retired she started to realize um all the things that she was missing out on number one being her children not seeing her children Mm -hmm. you know once or twice a year because we're in the states they're in Jamaica and she started to get really sad and really lonely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um we just found out a few weeks ago that she has Alzheimer's wow and it was just like this huge huge hit to the family because anybody who knows anything about Alzheimer's you just know that it's just a terrible terrible disease and she's slowly been forgetting things um but you know eventually with Alzheimer's it it gets worse when they don't you know they don't remember their family their children or anything but um I always wondered if you know the abrupt stop in her normalcy like played in that at all i don't really know oh and the onset of it yes gotcha because she had calibrated to the chaos like you said yes and then stopping i don't oh my god this is just my guess because i have like i said i have two grandmas my other grandmother who was also from jamaica but she lives in a nursing home in canada she also has alzheimer's and it was the Mm. same thing with her just the work 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 and i'm not sure if that plays a role at all. So when I think about literally losing your mind once you slow down, yeah. I don't want to get to that point to where I have to stop or slow down and then I lose my mind. It and, needs to be gradual. And that's what I was telling my friend the other day when we were talking about her and how women traditionally and historically, we're always we're conditioned to operate under this chaos, like you said. Yeah. And it almost becomes a situation where, you know, 
it's this kind of stereotype that women are crazy or that, mm-hmm. you know, we suffer from mental illness mm-hmm. and disproportionate rates to, you know, our male counterparts. But mm-hmm. it's almost like there's the perfect breeding ground mm-hmm. for these types of energies to introduce themselves yes. because we're so yeah. out you know, so you said of taking care order. of everything. Yes. You take care of the home. You take care of the kids. You we're, take care of that. It's like we're pulling from places like Yana. Yeah. We're pulling from places we never should have been pulling from. That's what TT said. She did say that. You, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pulling from places. You know, I should never have had to pull from, and it's caused me to now undermine my own mental foundation so that when now these illnesses Mm -hmm. you know or the traits or the energies of these illnesses come up i am in a perfect storm Mm -hmm. and you have to take moments to slow down i I can see like okay so i i am in my 20s and i see how hard and how fast i'm going like right now yeah i could only imagine you know adding a husband adding children adding Ooh. home finances adding adding more to my already stressful plate yeah. so i can see how at this age and right now if i'm already literally physically exhausted to the point my body's telling me i can only imagine keeping that shit up for 20 30 40 years my God. so when you stop With kids so when you stop you can't help but to like your body's like whoa it's like an imba- it's like hormonal imbalance like yeah. everything just shifts and that is what i'm afraid of and i think now knowing that both of my grandmothers the strongest women i know now have alzheimer's i'm like scared as fuck to not take breaks yeah i feel like it's it's required i took a half day from work yesterday and i never call off for work for myself yeah. and i was like no like you need to go sit down it's somewhere. a new day yeah. it's a new day it's a new day. Yeah, yeah. She takes a break. She's done. It's, I have to remind myself to like breathe sometimes because I'm doing these shallow ass breaths. Like, no, I have to like shallow mentally. Breaths. Mentally, I'm trying to shift everything. Mm. I have to tell myself like, bitch, you've been holding your pee for like the last hour. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. And my cubicle, like, what the like these little yeah. these are the little things that translate to bigger things. So true. We're work, 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 work. Well, let me just send this last email because. Yep. And it's like, but I no, do that too at work. but but your body is like but we've been having to pee like a kid we've been having to pee for the last hour ma like when we going yep. to the bathroom and it's just a little stuff like that as women we have to just start tending to ourselves the way we tend to other people we are she everyone else's caretakers we are on we are we are for everybody and everybody else's healing and nurturing and but caretaking us. You don't even want to go if to the bathroom If you put half time. the time and energy oh. into yourself that you put into everything else, but if I put half the time into my oh. skin and my body as I do this wedding, I would look like Angela Bassett, bitch. Girl, you see Angela God. Bassett's arms? My God. Mary God. J. Blige. And when she was squatting on the stage <laughs> last year. I didn't forget that at Essence Fest, though. I'm coming for that ass again this year. <laughs> I'm coming for that ass again. <laughs> I'm excited for Essence Fest this year, but that's another topic for another day. So, um, <laughs> we actually have um, a Dear She letter. I'm actually going to call Dr. East. Did y'all forget about Dr. East? Because she's here. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's drinking margaritas. So, we'll see how this goes. Mayo. Hey! 
One second. Is she ringing? Dr. East is probably ringing. Dr. East? Yes, that, hold on. Let me take my drink around the corner. I know, that's right. <laughs> I told y'all. I know. I don't Oh, but of course. But uh, I want a margarita so bad right now. I'm going to an Asian restaurant right, tonight, which is so me? lame. Can you hear me well? Yes. Can you hear us? Okay. Yes, I am ready. All right. So, Nicole is going to read off the dear she, um, and then we'll just take it from there. Okay, sounds good. So the title of this Dear Become She letter is entitled, My Partner is Not Spiritual. Hi, Become She. First off, I love you ladies. I'm so happy I found your podcast this past year, been sharing you with my friends and family. So I'll jump right in. I need advice. I've been dating my guy for nine months now, and he is a great guy. He's not my soulmate, but I could see him as my life partner. The problem I'm having is he is not spiritual, which I didn't think would be much of a problem in the beginning as each person's journey is individual. However, recently we have been talking about moving in together and I'm slowly bringing my crystals, altar table, and all to his place and he has been poking fun saying, look at this shit, putting his toothbrush on my altar table and laughing, calling me a hippie. I have tried to introduce him to my spiritual side to have an understanding but he seems to not want to understand it at all, which hurts because I feel as this is who I am. He doesn't understand me on a soul level. Is this a deal breaker? Everything else in the relationship is great, but I'm starting to think this may be a bigger issue than I anticipated. Advice? Signed off, my man ain't spiritual. Well done. All right. Get him. <laughs> okay, let me straighten these edges out. Okay, so first of all, number one, um, my question is why settle for a life mate when you know your soulmate is still out there? Thank that's you. First. Thank you. That's the first issue that I have right there because that statement said everything. I didn't even really need to read, read the, the rest. rest it, you know what I mean? Right. Right, because I knew that this is someone that is on some level settling. But this is also someone on some level that is aware that they're settling. She's aware that there's something about this guy that is not 100% for her. And mm-hmm. so anything that's not 100% for you is not designed for you. So why are you trying to make it 100 when it's not there? So that's my, my, my first issue is let's let's never settle for anything that that's just okay because it's great. I did a lot of great guys. That doesn't mean they were great for me. Mm. They were great individually. We had great create creative chemistry. Hell, even the sex was great. But they weren't for me. And so mm. that's my first pet peeve with, with the letter right there. Now let me get into this damn toothbrush. Because see that's some disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was kind of get into that. First of all, what you're not going to do is disrespect my faith, my religion, my spirituality, my journey, my third eye, my aura, my chakra, because your shit is not in alignment. Don't do that. Because when he disrespects her altar, he's disrespecting her. Because her altar is a physical and spiritual representation of her belief system and her soul and her spirit. And so someone who can't just respect 
respect that is not respecting you. Mm-hmm. Now, do I feel like it's a deal breaker? Yes and no. And let me go into that. The reason why I don't feel that it, it may not be a deal breaker is if he was able to respect her space. There are a lot of people that come from different walks of life and we are able to come together mm-hmm. and we compromise. And the things that we don't necessarily agree with or don't understand even, we respect. You know, that's the whole point of us trying to get past bigotry, racism, you know, sexism, right. you know, all that kind of stuff is being able to, to respect the individual for who they are and what they bring to the table and not disrespect them. So if he's able to respect what she does mm-hmm. and that that spirituality is a part of her, then I don't think it's a deal breaker. Just like she would need to respect his Christianity or the fact that he's a Muslim or, you know, whatever that is, she would need to respect that. But the fact that he is disrespectful to it mm-hmm. yeah. and highly disrespectful for you to throw a toothbrush that you just cleaned your teeth with. Let's really get deep. Yeah. You just went into your nasty ass mouth and cleaned your teeth mm-hmm. and then you took that and threw it on my table that is a representation of my spirituality. Mm-hmm. So what, are you, what does that say to, that you're trying to do to me? What right. else are you throwing inside Ooh. of my body? What else wow. are you throwing at me that right. is tainted and dirty and nasty? Let's just be, just be clear about that. Yeah. And then for you to point to it and say, look at this shit right yeah. here, that furthermore expounds on his lack of respect. Now, we always use humor when we know we're crossing a boundary to how that is like, oh, girl, I'm just playing. I'm just teasing you. Yes. You know, ha, ha, ha. But let me tell you something. The fact that the respect is not there yeah. is a definite... Um, leeway as to why he would even do that because if he truly respected her respected her spirituality he would never desecrate let's be clear mm-hmm. he would never desecrate something that she considers holy and spiritual yeah. you know I don't see him walk into the Catholic church and mm. throw his toothbrush on Mary's bath Come on. and say look at that shit right <laughs> so why are you doing that these are facts right 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 dr east you know, i'm just saying she connected all them dots and yeah. so you know what she's just now seeing this this is, this is the issue right now and i feel you know i feel sorry for her circumstances because clearly she is a woman that is trying to find that is trying to find her path she's clearly on her spiritual journey she knows who she is She's mm-hmm. definite about how she meditates and, and how she spiritualizes herself. I think that's a beautiful thing. But see, one of the things that we see here is that you're dating for nine months and you haven't necessarily been in the same space. So you, you know, maybe she had not introduced him to this more spiritual side consistently before. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he knew she meditated and knew that she was a more of a spiritual person. But when you don't live together, yeah. you definitely don't get to see how a person yeah. really works. Yeah, yeah. You know, and how they really vibe and what they really think. Because when you're dating, let's just face it, a certain part of our behavior is still good behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still in that, like, honeymoon, happy period. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you don't yeah. argue, but there's just certain things you don't define mm-hmm. and find out until you're living together. And so... My advice to her, honestly, um, I would have a conversation with her, like a straight up, you know, let's come to the altar, come to Jesus conversation about what my spirituality means to me, um, what the value of it is to me, and how that represents who I am as a woman. And I would come to him and say, and if you care about me or love me as a woman to want me to want to share a space with me, you want to share a space with me, then you have to respect 
you know, the spiritual side that I bring into that space, just like I would respect yours. And yeah. if she gets kickback or anything other than, you know what, well, honey, I'm sorry, that was disrespectful, you know, that was me being ignorant and not aware, you know, of that and how important that is to you, then I'll fix it. If she gets anything other than that, kick his ass to the curb. Trying to tell you. Hello? Because there's another brother out there, mm. a.k.a. your soulmate, because he's still out there. Why you wasting time? Looking for you. Part? Looking for you. The soulmate is out there. Damn. Looking for you. Yeah. And your altar. And trying to buy you crystals to put on your altar. Yeah. Right. Come on now. That part. Yeah. Not only sharing a space, but also sharing a life. If he wants to share a lifetime with you. Like, like like you said, Dr. East, after I, I read the not my soulmate part, I was not done after that. I was like, okay, this. I feel like she answered her she own knows. question. And most of the times, you know, you know, you know. All right, Doctor East. Wait, I got a segue. Get it, girl. Get it. Okay, give me two more minutes. I'm gonna save you. Get it. Take your time. I get that she sees us as a great guy. But if you guys remember in my book, The Hangover, Overcoming Emotional Addiction. Come on, yes, ma'am. One of the things that I talk about is the fact that we have been bred and raised by um, ancestry, by society, to make us feel like there are no good men out there, you know, Mm -hmm. and that there is a rarity of finding a good man for us to be with. And so when we find what we call a good man, we tend to compromise on certain things, such as our values and our core morals, because this is a good guy. Okay, and so I feel like that is also what she's doing. She's recognizing this is a good guy. I don't want to lose this guy. But honey, you're not losing. You're winning because this guy is not equally yoked for you. Drop the mic, and I'm done. Ooh, all right, Dr. <laughs> East. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you Thank for helping you. us and helping you're our welcome. listeners. Get back to your margaritas or whatever. Happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Bye, Doctor East. Bye, guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let me tell you something. As someone who um, works with crystals and believes Mm -hmm. in the metaphysical properties of crystals as Mm -hmm. allies to help you get spiritual clarity and insight and to up level your energy, I felt some kind of way reading this "Dear Become She" letter. Um. I did, and she answered her own letter. Our listener, well, our writer, who wrote in, yeah. she knows, and she answered her own, um, her own letter. We know as women, we know. Yeah, we, we know. We we always, always know. know. Always. We're so fucking bomb. We do. <laughs> we do. We do always know. Yeah, and you know what? I I don't want our writer listener to wait 10, 20 years. Yeah. Later to. To finally listen to yourself, yeah, like take heed now. Trust that your trust the divine in you. Unless, like, like Doctor E say, you have your conversation with your partner, and it's a turnaround, and that you are respected in your space, and yeah. that you are and what you love. But I feel like any partner of yours, if they love you, they may not necessarily like what you do, but like Dr. E said, like they will respect it, at least honor whatever it is that you're doing and not desecrate as she said. Yeah. Because I feel like if he'll throw a toothbrush on your altar, what will wow. he throw on you? 
And and Dr. East mentioned that. And the fact that you know that this isn't your soulmate means that your soulmate is in an alignment is in alignment with you. Your soulmate has their own spiritual path and will mm-hmm. totally get your mm-hmm. altar will totally get your crystals. My husband didn't understand nothing about my crystal journey, but he sure did buy me two crystals that next Christmas. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. your partner will get you. They will get your path. Mm-hmm. They will get where you are in your alignment. If so, they want to. Yes. So don't settle. We don't have to settle for anything. Anything. And uh, that's that. on that note. I hope you. I hope you receive that. Wherever you because are. Because we love you. We do love you. All of our listeners and writers. So, um, our next episode will be out May 23rd, entitled mm-hmm. She Knows the Process. Mm-hmm. Dr. East is sending us pictures of margaritas. <laughs> um, exploring the power to recognize what you are and are not ready for. Are you ready to move in with this non-soulmate of yours? So... Let's catch that. So Ooh, we're gonna get into it with our <laughs> next episode. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a special like dope episode, um, July thirteenth. I'm gonna make y'all go to the website to check what that's about. That's mm. yeah, man. It's it's hot, just like the summer. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so we love you. Get those dear she letters in, um, so we can go over them with you. Thank you so much for writing in yeah, for our writer today. Um. Light and love your way. This is Nicole and Jess. Signing out. Become she, become free.